with Dr. Ruth Anderson on the International Angels Network and Enlightened World Network. I'm your host, Ruth Anderson, and I'm coming to you live tonight with my co-host, Linda Dirks. Here at International Angels Network, we explore spirituality, angels, spirit guides, our loved ones on the other side, and much more. Our radio podcasts are available to you on Pocket Cast, Pinterest, Player FM, Podchaser, and now Overcast Radio. Listen to us on Alexa and Echo Amazon devices or download the TuneIn app. These are all easy sites to use and make it simple to listen to our archive shows. This episode of International Angels Network is sponsored by Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center. For more information, visit holisticrejuvenate.com. Sunday Sturgeon is the founder and CEO of Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center and is a host on our network. We are pleased to announce that International Angels Network is now also sponsored by Audible by Amazon. If you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash International Angels Network, you can get a free audiobook. So please check that out today. If you haven't been to the website for International Angels Network lately, please check it out. Claudia Ibarra, the founder of International Angels Network, has been working closely with Archangel Metatron to create a program to help spiritual entrepreneurs expand their businesses. The new International Angels Network membership program provides entrepreneurs with tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual businesses and grow your tribe. International Angels Network will be offering ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide and not just angel practitioners. You no longer have to go it alone. For more information, go to internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash membership. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen in. This show is called Walking with Spirit. Walking with Spirit means consciously living in the physical realm with frequent connection to the divinity in the spirit realm and being open to all that they want me to experience. Every day I check in with my guides, Divine Mother and God, sometimes seeking guidance, sometimes seeking connection, and sometimes seeking their healing abilities. Many days I receive lessons by hearing seeing, or feeling signs coming in from the energetic realm. I never know what my day is going to look like or what the next learning might be. I'm an author and a spiritual counselor providing individualized transformational experiences for my clients using Holy Fire Reiki, energy work, and connection with the spiritual divinity, including the Divine Mother, Archangels Michael, Gabrielle, and Raphael. Each week, I share a story about an experience I had while walking with spirit. Similar to Claudia, 
I have been working with Archangel Michael to create a new enterprise. If you aren't familiar with Archangel Michael, his name means who is like God, is the most well-known angel, and is found in the sacred texts of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Michael is known as the overseer of the archangels and for fighting against evil with the power of good. Michael is an exceptionally strong angel who protects and defends people who love God. Archangel Michael is very large, has immense power, strength, and light, and serves to help people in times of crisis, as well as help souls to pass on. Archangel Michael takes immense ownership in the work that I do. One day I was worrying about giving a workshop that would include the attendees meditating and requesting healing from the spiritual divinity. Divine Mother and the Archangels promised me that they would be there, so that was one less obstacle. I asked for a divine being to come provide me with healing because I was still nervous. I found it interesting that I did not request one of my usual archangels, and I wasn't sure why. I guess I just wanted to see who would be able to provide me with their healing without any perceived notions on my part of whom it might be. Archangel Michael showed up. I fell to my knees and explained that I was afraid, even though I was well aware that he already knew that. I heard, be not afraid. The word of God is with you. I asked, did I just make those words up? And then Michael yelled loudly, be not afraid. I felt a little smirk coming from him, and I laughed. It reminded me of when someone doesn't understand English and they ask for clarification, and the person with them simply repeats the same words, but even louder, as if that will help them understand the foreign words better. Then I heard a soft, I love you, and I smiled. Archangel Michael's words and his humorous yelling of, be not afraid, made a lot of sense to me. I am not alone. I'm surrounded by loving angels and protective warriors. There is no reason to be afraid, and so it is. In hindsight, I understand that Archangel Michael, more than any other guide, has steadfastly accompanied me through all my learnings. He is directing me on this journey that I call life encouraging and challenging me when necessary. Sometimes when the archangels guide my work, the tasks are easy and don't really stretch me. Other times, I am stretched through every fiber of my being. While the tasks might feel huge or overwhelming, I have observed that the archangels will only give me doable projects and are careful to not have me become overwhelmed. I have been working closely with Archangel Michael over the past few months. Together, we have created an enterprise called Enlightened World. Enlightened World is a network, a platform, and a voice for lightworkers across the globe to unite in a variety of means in order to ultimately have a much larger reach and impact. The ultimate goal is to increase vibrational frequencies of one of many and as a united front across the globe. One of the long-term visions is a website where lightworkers across the globe can find a home, a sanctuary of like-minded people to connect and have opportunities for building professional visibility. 
On enlightenedworld.online, lightworkers will be able to write articles, advertise their services and products, mobilize for meditation or prayer circles, purchase and create online radio or video programming on Enlightened World Network, have a YouTube presence as Enlightened World Unites, enjoy connections over Facebook on Enlightened World Unites, and seek low-cost and easy-to-access assistance for creating their own websites, publish books, create educational or motivational courses, etc. So stay tuned as the website progresses. I have had the immense pleasure to be introduced by spirit to a team of people that I call the inner circle of enlightened world. They come from a variety of backgrounds, but each of them has a connection to spirit and are answering the call to support me or enlightened world and its mission. The Facebook and YouTube sites will be going up this month, and as the inner circle come to us from different countries, we'll be global in no time. November 1 will be a big day. That is the day that Enlightened World is launching the website and online video recording network. Stay tuned as we share out more information as we get closer to the launch date. This endeavor is much larger than I, and Spirit is lining up people to be invited in. While the groundwork is being laid for the Facebook page, website, online TV network, I'm focusing on walking with spirit to make sure all is in alignment with the desires of God, the archangels, and angels. And if you are called in any way to see where you might fit into all this, please feel free to reach back out to me. Thank you for listening. I would like to tell you about our co-host this evening, my friend, fellow lightworker, and member of the Enlightened World Inner Circle, Linda Dirks. Linda is a pioneer of self-empowered joy and wellness through the power of thought, love, and the mechanics of energy. Finding the source of core wellness became her life's mission after breast cancer left her debilitated and depressed. After studying several alternative health modalities and wellness philosophies, she found core healing and joy in the integration of science and spirituality. As a speaker, author, and intuitive, Linda shares the methods behind her triumph over illness and depression. She's been published in Science of Mind magazine, the Deepak Chopra newsletter, and will soon be publishing her first book, Three Stepping Stones to Joy and Wellness, A Woman, A Higher Presence, and Triumph Over Illness and Depression. You can also join her one-minute Creating Joy and Wellness blog at spinstrawtogoldnow.com. So welcome, Linda, and thank you so much for being with us tonight. Hello, dear Ruth. Thank you so much How for inviting you? me. I am uh, Absolutely. And you too? Well, you know, the weather in Colorado today, absolutely gorgeous. It was 80 degrees today, and the, the leaves are turning, and uh. it just felt like all was right with the world. Of course it wasn't. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it, it felt like it. <laughs> it, is, it is a gorgeous time of year. The listeners may not be aware that I, I live half of the year in Vermont and half of the year in Southern California. And just as I was leaving Vermont, we had peak foliage. And 
when you work with energy, you, you know, you understand that all different colors have energy. And when the mountainsides just explode with all this color, it feels like the energy is just dancing all around you. It's a really magical, wow. magical time. At least I, I caught a bit of it. I, uh, I uh, posted a photo from my hike this morning of uh, the light on the desert just barely catching a facet of a rock and making it explode with this bright white color. And my friends in Vermont responded to me and told me that they all got a dusting of snow this morning. So oh. as I sit here. <laughs> good timing on your part. Yes, it is good timing on my part. And uh, it's great timing for this show tonight also. You know, we're in a, a very relaxed mode. We don't have a fixed uh, agenda. We're going to have kind of a, a fireside chat, as it were. I got the idea for this show back uh, gee, when I was doing the Step Into Your Power series. That's been several months, hasn't it? It's right. good to be back right. with you. You and I, uh, of course, are great supporters of each other's work. But along the way, we've had great advantages and opportunities and we've made great decisions um, that have led to our path of becoming you know, authors and speakers and spiritual leaders. And I thought this would be of great interest to our listeners because they are also interested in expanding their spiritual path. So maybe by sharing our experiences, we might give them some some motivation and some ideas for them to follow. Also, everyone has the latent abilities just waiting to be discovered. We are all energetic beings in an energetic environment, and we can tap into that. So I hope uh, everyone listening tonight will will say that's not them and 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 me. This is us, and all of us can work mm-hmm. together uh, doing this. I have a a unique take on on my spiritual experience. I, I approach it with a with a great deal of of joy. I remember one of the first. Uh, messages that I got very clearly from my guides years years and years ago was lighten up, don't be so hard on yourself, and have fun on this journey. (laughs) So I always try to remember that. I also want to point out, too, that if our listeners have experiences that they think would be helpful for others to hear, if they want to share them, uh, please call in. We'd love to hear from you. Don't wait for a pause in the action. Uh, Ruth, do you have a telephone number for them to call if they want to call into the show? Um, Claudia is going to type it out for me any second. <laughs> okay, Claudia's going to type it up for you in a set. Thank you, Claudia. We love you. Um, just re- very quick background uh, before we dive in uh, to our listeners. Ruth and I have been great supporters of one another's work, and I find that it's really interesting that our backgrounds and kind of the, the, the leapfrogs that we've gone through in this process have been extremely similar. One is that originally we both came from really pretty straight professional backgrounds, not where you'd expect us to uh, start second chapters in our lives as spiritual leaders. Uh, Ruth worked in education administration and I worked in public administration, so we were uh, very much involved in, uh, with the public and very much in the public eye. Um, and Ruth, I, I've always just been amazed by your work. I, I, I am uh, so uh, impressed by the, the really clear connection 
that you have with the angels and the uh, direction that you're given. So kind of launching in, unless the leader, our listeners have uh, read your book, uh, your first book, One Love, they wouldn't know how you've come to become the spiritual leader that you are today. And, and uh, as a lead, and I know that also, like me, you grew up in a traditional Protestant church. Why don't you go ahead and tell right. us about your path? Take your time. Give us lots of examples. Absolutely, I will. And Claudia did give us the phone number. So um, if callers are interested, you can call into 516-453-9162 and press number one to be in the queue. So um, my background, and I'm going to be really curious to hear from you, Linda, as far as when you first realized that there was something bigger than you, that there was, you know, a connection that could be made to some sort of divinity. But I remember as a child, I always was sort of connected to some other being. I mean, I, I would go to church and there was something about singing the hymns that gave me goosebumps and, and nothing can draw tears faster than some of the old hymns and I would think what is what is that why am I having that kind of a a response but um, at the same time I would start having um, reactions to energetic information so I I was sure that our basement was haunted and and I believe that it actually was but nobody else in the family felt it so I was um, in tune to energy, and I was in tune to spirit. And um, it was always a part of my moral fiber, which I'm appreciative of, because by going the high road, I didn't have to clean up messes behind me. So, I mean, I, I do believe that um, I was being raised with spirit, probably Archangel Michael, from what I've learned, having a hand in my upbringing. And I, I do believe that that's so I could be at this point here now without having to make apologies for my past, if that makes any sense at all. Um, it sort of helped me get to this point where I am with a clean slate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But the big turning point for me was five years ago, my um, dearest friend, um, Sylvia, she was teaching me that I'm psychic. And she was doing it from living in another state and by sending me intuitive messages. And I had no explanation for them, and she wasn't knowing that she was doing it. But the spirit realm was working between us, the energetic connection between us. Well, it ended up that Sylvia passed away, and she was very sick with stomach cancer, and we didn't realize it. But she um, had given me messages about her physical health and then it would happen. So I was totally confused and dumbfounded and ended up going to teachers that um, were teaching intuitive classes and they taught me how to listen to my own intuition. And I, apparently I'm an overachiever. So instead of just going from (laughs) class to class, I would go home and I would meditate and every morning I would wake up and meditate and that time of meditating opened me up to connection with the spiritual divinity. 
And I would go into meditation. And at the time, it was a lot of um, Archangel Raphael and then Archangel Michael. They would literally fly me to places in meditation and teach me life lessons. And mm. one of the things which was fascinating, and I absolutely loved it, and it was really addictive, too, because I was learning so much, and it really fed a part of me as, as a spiritual being. But one of the places that they showed me, which is what Linda was referring to in that first book, One Love, Divine Healing at Open Clinic, is a place in the ethereal realm where souls with or without bodies could go for healing. And the healing was provided by the archangels. And they um, anointed me as a minister there. And I was given this robe, a minister's robe in the ethereal realm. And I would hold space with channeling God's divine light through me while the archangels did the healing. And it was fascinating to get to what was happening and because I was intuitive I could read the energy of who was there for healing and why they were seeking healing and what kind of healing they got and then if they were still in a body they would fly back off as a white dove if they had already passed on then they were escorted out by angels or they would go out by themselves as a gray sort of amorphous vaporized shape it's kind of hard to describe but that was um, huge in my understanding of what is happening out in the ethereal realm in between lifetimes so long story long um, that's kind of how I got to this place that I am now is really through meditation and opening my experiences, my heart and my soul to this connection with Divine Mother and a couple of the archangels. It has totally turned my life around. So, Linda, take me back to your first recollections of you as a spiritual being. How old were you when that happened? Hmm. I'm going to get in that, but I, I, I'm first... I'm going to make a comment uh, about uh, divine healing at Open Clinic. And I'm, I'm skipping ahead and I'm going to go back. You've read the first part of my book and you, you know what dire, what a dire situation I was in. I wonder mm-hmm. if I, uh, in, in, in my transformation, if I might have been one of those souls who was healed at Open Clinic because the change in me was really that drastic. It's just, just, just a thought to, to plant between us as we're always looking for connections. Um, I love it. My first recollection, I grew up uh, also in a very traditional uh, New England Protestant ethic uh, church in, uh, if you can picture, small Vermont villages. And especially when we attended church, at uh, when we visited my grandparents, they lived in a very, very tiny Vermont town, and, and it's, you know, very, very, very old, um, you know, very, very small church. And oftentimes, I would get a force that would run through me that 
I wasn't able to handle. It was an, almost like an energetic force, and it would almost manifest itself as a discomfort. And I would I would tell my mother that I that I I didn't feel well in my tummy. And oftentimes I was you know sent home from church early while they stayed there because my grandfather lived nearby. And that's really my first recollection. And probably in the late 80s, early 90s, I had a a deep interest and and had a channeled reading done. And at that time was told that I was a Blu-ray child or or indigo, evidently that they say that hundreds of thousands of them were, were born into this lifetime back in the 50s and 60s. And, you know, our our charge is to carry the torch and help people into a new thought consciousness in a new age. About 20 years ago, I started seeing energy fields. And I really, you know, coming from a, a very traditional background, I really had no idea what it was. And I would ask friends about it, and they would they would look at me, you know, like I had two heads. So I finally brushed it off um, that it was an optical illusion, but it was just it was just so real. And it wasn't until years ago, until uh, years later, after my bout with cancer, I was studying with a spiritual leader and uh, a clairvoyant, and found out that I was in fact seeing energy fields. And she started to teach me how to work with energy, how to see it, how to develop it, how to uh, interpret it. And then 10 years ago, I had a series of incidences that I refer to as the big bangs. <laughs> uh, there were just instances, they all occurred around water. And there were instances when, when, when the air, everything around me would start to shimmer. You know the way um, the air will shimmer when it's, when it's coming off of hot pavement or off the top of a, of a right. radiator, that kind of shimmering yep. Uh, sensation and the sky just opened up in this, into this brilliant white light and, and a very quick message that said rise up I need you now so this mm-hmm. is something directing me toward a life purpose and I also still was extremely extremely sick um, from my cancer treatment so the message of rise up uh, was just tremendously motivating for me and these three big bangs that happened in fairly quick, quick succession. The second one was a simple message, you are free. And being free, being free from, from the trauma, being free from the fear, being, being free from the, from the illness and, and the uncertainty of my life was also extremely illuminating. And then most illuminating of all was the third message that said, remember, you are one of us. Hmm. And several circumstances over the years, this presence has presented itself to me as a collective consciousness of divine entities. And the the one that, that I enjoy the most is when they show themselves to me as a choir, as a collective choir. You, you have also sung in choirs, as, as I have, so I mm-hmm. you understand. And they have sure. uh, individuals that step down from the choir and instruct me at different phases of my learning. And after the this initial series of big bangs, I just started to receive you know messages constantly, um, 
you know, one of the, the ones, the first ones that came was stay the course, stay the course, stay the course, mm-hmm. you know, meaning to, to stay, to, you know, to, to, to stick with my, with my pursuit of spiritual practices. And what's really interesting, um, you know, we all have different highlights to, to this work. I have uh, a, a really intense connection with nature. And nearly all of these occurrences are uh, initially, they all started when I was out hiking. I started hiking really seriously as a means to to eliminate trauma after my cancer experience. And then especially when I was out hiking, I became uh, more aware, more my energy became so expansive that I became a greater receiver of these messages as they came through. So obviously it was, uh, you know, a great advantage that I lived in Vermont. Um, right. As as my frequency started to increase, the messages sort of started to to to, to slack away, and I, I I began receiving just really powerful images. Um, and I'll share two of them that I that I liked especially. When I first came here to California, uh, my guide stood in front of me and told me that he would show me the world, that he would change the universe. And he swept his hands, his hand in front of him, and in front of his hand, everything was in black and white, and behind his hand, as he swept over it, everything was in color. It was wow. just one of the most vivid images. Hmm. And one time, we were sitting cross-legged on, on the floor and uh, just discussing, and he slides something to me across the floor, and I ask what it is, and he says, I am handing you empowerment. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I know. Wow, I know it. And for someone who was, you know, really coming out of the dark uh, ages, it was it was a, a powerful and wonderful uh, process. And I encourage everyone. I wanted to talk about this, and I'll bring it up now. That throughout, I have kept a journal, and uh, of the images, the messages, and things, and occurred. You know, occasionally I will leave, I leave through that, and it gives me a benchmark and a kind of a progression to how far I've come. And then, you know, now I'm I'm at a place as my frequency as it has increased and increased, where I just feel as though spirit is always uh, moving through me. I know that I'm being trained. I know that I'm being groomed, and I think that. Um, it's a oneness. It's a it's a process of receiving. It's a presence. It's always there. It's something that's that's part of me, and I I consider it just a privilege and a, and a blessing to be doing um, the work that I'm doing. It's 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 my purpose in life to share my success, so I can save other people from you know the suffering that that I went through. Um, so it's been a, it's, it's it's been a process. It's been a it's been a miracle. It's been a gift. I think anyone would come up with a, a lot of a lot of adjectives for this. But again, I am impressed that that as we step up to the plate, the universe will step up to the plate and match us. I, I know that there are many people who may have experiences and say, you know, wait a minute, I don't want anything to do with that, and the universe will back off and say, you know, that's fine. Right. But for those of us who right. do step up to the plate. The universe will will be there with us. One of the really entertaining things that's happened to me for years and years, um, you, you know, we all watch for for signs. This is kind of a wink, 
that the universe sends to me once in a while in the form of of uh, dead helium balloons. Uh, without a joke, I have found well over a hundred helium balloons just in the last few years. I found one yesterday morning, as a matter of fact. And every time I find one, I just know that that this higher presence is just winking at me and saying, "Hi, I'm here." It's like your interaction with with Archangel uh, Michael and that understanding right. between you, right? And feeling it move through us. That's really interesting that you get helium balloons. I I used to um, get coins all the time from Sylvia, and I think I have stopped looking for them. I mean, I have to kind of like trip over them at this point to pay attention to them. But even um, with Sylvia passed away five years ago now, and she came to me the other day, and it was like, yes, you know, I, I don't mm. need the coin because I've got you. I mean, it was, just, it was so beautiful. So anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Um, but there oh, is, no. we, we, might, we might have a caller here. Um, okay. Is Donna from California on the line? We, we're not doing readings today, but um, is Donna uh, with us? Hi, how are you? Well, hi, Donna, Donna, how are you? Good. Yeah, I wanted to tell you experience I had. Um, my mother's on the other side, and I heard her say to me that I was going to be rewarded. It came in very loud and clear. It comes into the middle of my head. And then I had two dreams with her where we're celebrating with such joy and happiness. And now four days ago, you know, I sit in meditation every morning for like 40 minutes. And my mm-hmm. intuition came in very, lo- I don't know if it was my guide or me or my intuition, I'm not sure, but it came in very lovingly. It came in and I listened to it and it said, it's going to be here soon. So I'm just waiting. I don't know what it is, but I know it's something. Hey, you know what? When that manifests for you, make sure that you celebrate the moment and cement that energy around you. That's just wonderful, Donna. And and you know, as as you experience these things, you know, you find so much joy in it. Don't you find yourself, you know, wanting to, you know, as I say, step up to the plate and 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 find more and more and more. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of stopped a little bit with me as far as seeing them. I have seen my guides. There were three of them. And one time I was kind of depressed and staying in the house, and they got me out of the house. And when I came out of the house, I saw them on the porch, and it's like I go into shock. Like, it's like I can't believe what I'm seeing. You know, or I'll see them on the beach. I saw 12 people all lined up, and it was like a, it's like a mirage. But then you get real close and it disappears. But I know it wasn't a mirage because it wasn't that hot out or anything, you know. Uh, (laughs) Right. So, Donna, you you meditate about 40 minutes every day. How long have you been doing that? And do you do that in particular to have a a, um, connection to the divinity? Or Uh why do you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I do it because I think it gets rid of trauma. Well, I've read that, that it gets rid of trauma, and I've had trauma in my life, and so it, it's very relaxing to me. But also, I, I've been doing it for 30 years. I love the quietness. I love the silence. And, and it's like I can hear myself. I can hear my intuition. I can hear the spirits. You know, I ask that only 
only the higher spirits come in, you know, and then mm-hmm. I surround my whole room in a white light and I say prayer. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I just enjoy that time so much. I think it's because I do hear, I do hear a lot during that time. I, I think, you know, it's funny. My mother used to say, um, in silence, a lot of times you can know the truth of things. It's not always that you have to talk. You have to talk it out, mm. figure it out by talking. No, in the silence, let it go even for a day or two. And you know, a lot of times the answer comes to you or, yeah. And I know for me, a lot of times I'll, I'll wake up first thing in the morning and I've already got this huge to-do list in my brain and I go straight into meditation and I, I try to meditate every day for an hour. And when I get out of meditation, I have got like completely different things on my to-do list and the things that I thought were important have uh. just like vanished. Oh, gosh. That's an an important point. I think that anyone who has an established meditation practice, um, I think it's most effectively done in in the morning, and and you're right about it being a a wonderful way to relieve trauma, Donna. Uh, But when you meditate first thing in the morning, your brain is already closer into that alpha state. So you're not having to work quite as hard at getting into a deeper, you know, a deeper level of... uh, of intensity of of that consciousness. When I when I meditate, I I pass from a phase where I become more energy than mass, and mm-hmm. you know that's where I'm more in, in communication with my um, with my guides. But Donna, what I wanted to mention, uh, obviously you have a, a lot of a lot of talent and things that you might share with others. One of the things that Ruth and I have talked about a great deal is the importance of finding your tribe. Go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And uh, I wonder, you know, with the with uh, this knowledge and these this wonderful practice that you have, you know, do you work with other people? Do you share it with other people? Um, you know, I don't really get messages for other people. Um, you know, it's funny, I was playing the lottery and I played my mom's numbers, five and then the one, and I played the five, but I was going to switch it and put, <laughs> take off the one. And all day I was thinking four is going to win and I didn't do it. <sighs> I'm kicking myself. Some, and then I felt yeah. this pit in my stomach when I didn't put that four on the end. And so I'm really trusting myself now. But the messages uh-huh. I get, I, I, I don't get them for other people, really. I don't get them for other people. I don't know. I did go to a spiritual church, and they had a, a class there. And yeah. um, we they say, what are you picking up about this person? But they don't really teach you anything, how to do anything. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, I was hearing the spirit, and it was this girl's father that came in. And he even sounded inebriated, but I didn't want to tell her that. Oh. And I said, you know, I told her all this stuff about him, and, and I was right on, she said. But then she told me later, oh, yeah, he was an alcoholic. And I thought, oh, my oh gosh, my. I, should have, I should have said okay. what I was picking up, you know? Well, in, then, in, in, instead, of, uh, instead of referring to it as messages, you might refer to it as impressions. 
impressions or intuition. You're getting these impressions, these very strong impressions that are coming through for you. Well, actually, I'm hearing their voice. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing ah, their voice. Okay. All yeah. Right. So I don't know but, if that would be an impression. I mean, it's not always like that, though, but, but when I really am right mm-hmm. on, it's, I'm actually hearing them. Yeah, in their voice. In their voice. Well, I'm, I'm going to, you know, spin back to and, and just mention if, if, uh, if there are others, if you can find a tribe of people with similar interests and similar skills, it can be uh-huh. extremely helpful uh, to, for you to escalate your work, to see how other people do their work. Um, one thing that might be an idea for a radio show for us in the future are uh, ways to in- increase your intuition. Maybe Ruth and I will talk about that sometime. But thank you. Is there anything oh, else you want to share be, with us? Yeah, th- I, I would like that. Oh, and then sometimes I get this feeling of like a river running through me. And, oh, my gosh, it's the most joyful thing. And it's a spiritual thing that I'm experiencing when that happens. And I, I, I just have so much joy. Sometimes I'll walk the oh. beach and I'll feel holiness and I'll just drop to my knees. Or I'll oh, feel sacred. I, I don't know. Just I don't know where it comes from, but it just you know maybe it's communing with God or 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 I don't know on some level. But when that happens, those are the the most incredible moments I can say in my life that I cherish so much when that when that happens, you know. But um, yeah, it's well, nice. Before, before we before we sign off, there's one thing I'd I'd love to share with with you and the other listeners is that uh, yeah. probably at least a dozen to 20 times my guides have sent me the message, we are one, come dance with me. And that's what we we are. We are engaging in a dance with the divine. And when you feel this force run through you, and when you feel this Uh empowerment and you fall to your knees on the beach, you are engaging in the dance. And, And the more you allow that force to run through you, the more it will just become a part of your everyday life. So, Donna, thank you so much. Hey, do me a thank favor. So, so I'll have oh. your contact information. Go on my uh, website and uh, sign up on my blog, my website to goldnow.com. Oh, and if you sign up there, I'm a, I'll have what, your contact information. The, what's the first word? Uh, spin straw uh-huh. to gold. S-T-R-A-W? Yep. Oh, spin straw. Spin straw to gold. Yep. Now. Now. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, we'll do. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank so you, much. Donna, for calling. Thank you. Good night. Wow. I just love hearing stories like that, don't you? I know. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But you know what, um, Linda, one thing that I'd like to share is when you asked the question, about sharing her abilities, sharing her gift with others. Donna mm-hmm. immediately went to thinking the the messages that I'm hearing. You know, sometimes I don't hear the messages or whatever, but there are so many other ways to share your gift without it being an actual sharing of messages from some disincarnate being. So really, I think one of the gifts that Donna could share with other people 
is just letting them know about the connection that she has with spirit and letting Mm. them see that really everybody has that innate ability to do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's so many ways of sharing the gift without thinking that the gift has to look a certain way. It makes me think of the the old saying that we lead best when we lead by example. And Donna can be an Mm -hmm. example to other people like her. And it's a good time to also bring up that, you know, we all define things in different ways. Um, Archangels and, um, you know, the the different angels that you work, the energy, energy that I work with, or someone may, may, may call their higher, you know, the, the higher entity that they work with, it might be God, it might be Jesus, it might be Divine Mother, it might be Gaia, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the name that we give to this, this higher presence um, is something that's personal to each of us, and it doesn't have to be something that's universal, that we, we, we all have a connection and we all may define it differently, but the importance is to is to you know feel that empowerment of that that force uh, moving through you. Yes, and you know I'd like to add on to that. One of the things Donna talked about was meditation, and then I talked about my meditating, and I know that you spend quiet time with your guides as well. And I think what we're all talking about is relationship. That in order to have a relationship with the spiritual divinity or source or universal energy, however you phrase it, it takes time. And similar to any relationship, it, it takes the willingness to sit and listen as well as to share. And I think that um, for anybody to have, and I'm, I'm going to make a blanket statement here, I just believe in order for anyone to have a connection to a higher a presence that's of higher consciousness than we are, we need to spend time doing that. And we need to be open-minded and open-hearted and be willing to just stop and listen. I, I think it's important. It, it, is, it is my belief that the higher entities that are out there, they are truly invested in in our growth and our greatest good. And they want to work with us. You know, these guides have been assigned to us and when 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 we are successful, they're successful. It it, it reflects right. best on them. And what's been impressed on me over the years is the importance of asking. So I have this this little this this little mantra that says, ask, open, listen, and discover. The importance of sitting down and 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 asking, uh, uh, yes, you know, I, you know, I I I would love to interact with you, and then to open, to quiet yourself, and to expand. And you know, when you expand and when you meditate, you actually increase your frequency. You become a a greater match with this this higher presence. That's the open piece. And then listen. You know, you may hear things in messages and impressions, or you may um, in, see things in more of a clairsentient manner of of smelling or hearing or or feeling something. But you know, you, once you learn to listen, my guides said to me one one time that they were trying to establish a common vocabulary. 
that mm. you know I don't have that direct connection that you do where where your your angels you know communicate directly with you, but my guides seek a common vocabulary, and a lot of the certified intuitive healer work that I do in energy interpretation is sent to me in images that would only mean something to me. So there's that common vocabulary going on. And then after you listen, of course, you discover there's an interpretation and how you apply it to this to your life because there comes a point when you ease into this process and it doesn't become that and this. It doesn't become two different lives. It becomes one continuous process. And you, you look mm-hmm. at the world from a different perspective than you did, you know, before um, you came to a more enlightened state. What was the word that you used one time when we were talking? Oh, you called it an ascension before you come into an ascended state. So that's mm-hmm. a, a good thing to remember. Ask, open, listen, discover. Go ahead, Ruth. Um, a couple things. Yes, ascension to me is becoming um, more connected to spirit, more connected to my higher self, more of a spiritual being and less deeply rooted as a physical being. And um, it's a process and it can be quite uncomfortable <laughs> as a matter of fact. But but you said something, Linda, and I just want to take the opportunity to embellish what you mentioned. You said that when we are successful and as a result of working with our guides, that our guides actually get acknowledged for that. And I have a very interesting experience with that. So I um, went to a conference and was, I don't know how spirit made it happen, but I led a meditation that I had no intention of of doing. Um, But the meditation itself was very guided by Archangel Michael. And then um, afterwards I was told to um, create that meditation for enlightened world. And so I did and um, went through a process with Archangel Michael and Divine Mother, and and it was really quite profound. But after that, well, actually, it it happened that morning, I saw that Archangel Michael and the other archangels that I work with and Divine Mother all had, like, gold embellishment on them somewhere, almost like jewelry. And, and, And I was quite stunned. And I asked, what was that? And then, you know, every time I saw them after that, they still had it on and it was a reward for them for the work that they had done in bringing me to that point of creating that meditation so yes i have seen it i had i would have had no idea what you were talking about but i have seen that that the archangels the spiritual divinity the angels are rewarded when they work with us and work with us successfully our success is their success. You know what just came to me, Ruth, is thinking back uh, again um, of of your of your first book, One Love and Divine Healing at Open Clinic, and how um, your cloak was rewarded right. 
over periods of time, and and theirs are also. And it it could it, you know it could be figurative, but it just reinforces that you always have a silent partner that's working with you that backs you um, on on everything that you are trying to put forward in the world. And I think people uh, that Donna mentioned trauma, and I and I've been in times of trauma. Once you establish this relationship, it's just immensely valuable to know that you are never alone and you are always loved. And cementing that around you, if, and, 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 the, and the guidance is always there too. It's, if, if, if you tune in, they will lead you. If, if, mm-hmm. if something doesn't feel quite right, then that, that, that's... That's a higher force. That's a, you know, it's an energetic force saying that that's just not your path. And and I think about the the mistakes that I made in the in the past with, um, with jobs that I've had, with with relationships that I've had that yes, just didn't right. feel right. And if I had followed, you know, if I had known that this was a higher force talking to me and saying no, go in another direction, but. It's it's a it's a great way to 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 look at your life. Is that if there's a rub, if there's a friction, if something really doesn't feel right, then try something else. Don't don't stiff it out because it's probably not energetically not where you're supposed to be. Yes, I agree with that. Plus, listening when they actually talk to you. I was just telling the story today about a time I was driving with my daughter in Denver, and I just kept getting this this message of stay alert, something's not quite right, just pay attention. And so I was on like hyper alert and finally got to my off ramp and, you know, was pulling up off the off ramp. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm fine. It's just city streets from now on. And then I thought, okay, you're crazy. You weren't really hearing that. But um, so I, I get up to the stoplight and I hear the words from some male voice that wasn't in the car, look left. So I kept, as my light turned green, I kept my foot on the brake and I looked to the left and I watched as a car coming from my left ran the red light, gunned the accelerator to get through, you know, what is now a red light. And I threw my hand on the horn to alert the person next to me not to pull into the intersection because this guy was running the red light and they didn't get my message. And they pulled into the intersection and absolutely got creamed by the guy going full speed through the red light. And, ah. and I, I was just stunned, as was my daughter, that I had heard look left and that I was smart enough to stop and look left. I, I, we would have been significantly injured worse. So listening when spirit talks is equally important. <laughs> I I think a lot of us are 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 guided in, in subtle ways and uh and 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 you're right. I I think I I I don't think I know that there are times that I that I am guilty of of not listening uh as much as I should but but the more I do this work, you know, the more as I say there's there's less, you know, them and me, it's more of of just the force moving through me and and, and and you know, knowing that I am, you know, put on this uh, planet in this lifetime uh, to be a, 
a mouthpiece to be a, a force um, for this, this purpose I've chosen in my life or a purpose I was assigned. And the, the more the more and the more and the more you get into it, we were talking about um, looking at life from a different angle, but you become more, I think you become more, percept, more perceptive as you learn to listen. And, and, and you interpret the world differently than you did before. You know, your beliefs will shift, um, but you're also on a higher plane. You're in a state of, of greater acceptance of patience. And you know, the concept of the universe and, and how you fit in within, you know, the, the greater peace. But I think one thing that is really gracious is, is having a greater understanding of yourself and having greater compassion for yourself. You know, we can all be our, we can all be our, 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 uh, our worst enemies at times. And, and I, I think that that's, uh, you know, I think that's ex- extremely, extremely important. Uh, one of the things I do, I try, I try not to, to wake up with my to-do list uh, I, 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 and go directly into, into meditation. But sometimes I'll wake up and feel just a little bit of, uh, of anxiousness. And, and uh, I have a practice where I just send love right down through my central channel and continue, continue to do it until I calm down. And uh, you know, then I can go into my into my um, meditation in a calmer state without, without thinking of, of a little bit of, I don't know why sometimes you might wake up with just that little spark of anxiety, but love is a very, very high frequency. And running that down through your central, central channel is uh, extremely, extremely important. So There's Linda, I'm going to have to yeah. cut you off right now because we're going to okay. run out of time. <laughs> But I wanted well, to this has been a lot of fun, and we'll think about something yeah. in the future, Ruth. I love you, listeners. We love you. And yeah. uh, please tune in next time, and please call in. And thank you, Donna. Good night, all. Good night, all. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.